Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 73 of the Debt Free Dad podcast. So is playing the lottery a good idea? Like, is it a good use of your money? I mean, there's even some people out there that say that winning the lottery would help me save for retirement. That sounds like it should be a good part of my plan. And the dream of winning a big jackpot can be tempting, but that dream can come with a hefty price. And when looking at the statistics, I was personally shocked just how much people are actually spending on almost this impossible dream of hitting it big. We're going to talk about it on today's show. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now, here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 how's everyone doing today? You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt-Free Dad. And welcome to today's show. So guys, today we're talking about the lottery. And there are so many different forms of gambling. We're going to talk a little bit about a few of the others here a little bit later on the show. But the big one we want to talk about is is really, you know, playing the lottery, lotto tickets, scratch-off tickets, uh, things like that. Now, do you guys play the lottery? I currently have a scratch-off ticket in my purse. (laughs) (laughs) But like you just bought it or it's just been in there and you haven't, you haven't scratched it off. Uh, My husband bought it for me when we went for gas on Friday. So I just haven't scratched it yet. So how often would you say that you, and you're, and mind you, you're debt-free outside your mortgage. Like you, you're handling your money, right? Like how often do you say that you play the lottery? Um, you know what? I probably scratch tickets. No line. No line. No, seriously, I probably scratch <laughs> tickets a, a couple weeks a month. Like I'll buy a couple here and there. Okay. Um, most of the time though, it's my husband goes in and pays for gas and brings me out a ticket. But I used to play a lot more. So Paul's the instigator, huh? He knows I love them, so I'll just play them. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what about you guys? You guys play? No, I mean, if the jackpots get real high, you know we. Well, you know, I've been in on some groups and this and that, but for the most part, um, I mean, like for the kids for Christmas, you know, we bought some scratch offs for their stockings or we do things like that, but not, not like every week going to the store, buying lottery tickets. I've, I've never really gotten yeah. into that. I can remember when I was in, I was, I just was like 18, 19, maybe 20 years old. I was, I was working at a, a grocery store. I was working in the, the video rental department. It's kind of like a blockbuster, but it wasn't, it was like a grocery store <laughs> and I sold lottery tickets there. And I used to see all these people. I used to sell lottery tickets, do the scratch offs, do like the Powerball or the, you know, the, I don't even know where they're super, I, I forget what they're all names, mega millions and and uh, I got tempted because all these people were buying it. They would always talk about, oh, they would win. Or I was like, maybe I should start doing this. So I started doing it. And I started doing like, you know, the pick three and the pick four. And in the first month, I lost like a couple hundred dollars. It's like, I'm done with this. I'm not playing the lottery anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think over the years, like like you said, Ryan, when the, when the jackpot's gotten high, now it's been years since I've done it, uh, easily over 10 years ago. But um I probably have bought a few here and there after that, you know, when you get those big jackpots. But uh, it's crazy. The other, uh, well, I shouldn't say the other day, about a year ago, I saved these as kind of a prop for us. Like someone had played the lottery. Look at all these old lottery tickets and all of these. Like this is like money just wasted. Like there's a dollar here, a dollar here, three dollars there, five dollars there. And this were like, this was like in a shopping cart at a drugstore that I went to. And I was just like, 
what you could what could you have done with all that money? And now it's just sitting there wasted on just a bunch of paper. It's crazy. And interesting enough, as we're recording the show, Mega Millions Lottery is estimated uh, this week. I think I don't know if I don't know when the drawing is. Sometime this week, four hundred seventy-five million dollars is the jackpot. It's almost a half a billion dollars. It's crazy. But today, what we want to do is talk a little bit about some of the scary statistics around the lottery. And yes, there are people out there who are so desperate that their hope is winning the lottery, and that's going to be the ultimate fix. But today, we're hoping to kind of pull the reins back a little bit on this because um, these statistics are pretty eye-opening. According to the North American Association of State and Provincial Lotteries, lotteries took in $70.1 billion in sales back in 2014. That's more than Americans in all 50 states spent on sports tickets, books, video games, movie tickets, and recorded music sales. Like, combined, that is crazy and that's the lottery that doesn't even include like all the other forms of gambling that are out there that is just lottery tickets and about half of americans play state lotteries with total sales topping 71 billion in 2017 the most recent year on file according to the u.s census bureau consumers each spent an average of about 86 dollars a month that's the average people are spending 86 dollars a month on lottery tickets, including everything from scratch-off cards that come out of the vending machines to entries for the Powerball and the Mega Millions competitions. And this one by far is kind of goes back to where I was saying, you know, for some people, their their finances are just in such bad shape or, or they feel like they don't really have any way out of what they're facing. A lot of them feel the lottery is their only hope and, and Americans earning less than $30,000 admit to spending about 13% of their income. 13% on lottery tickets, which is just mind blowing to me. I, so. it's, it's not, it's not that crazy. Cause like my husband, before we started our debt feud journey, he was spending about $40 a month at work on lottery tickets together. I was probably easily going to spend 50 to $60 at a bingo once a month, at least plus scratch off tickets on the side. Yeah. So what would you it's say in total easy. per month? Before you guys started doing this stuff that we talk about on the show, like what were you guys thinking you were spending per month just gambling? I w- easily probably one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty dollars. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a big number. Yeah, yeah and I think um, it, it's just it just goes to show that I think it's easy, especially when it comes to the lottery, because it's only like a dollar. Like, oh, it's just a dollar, or it's just two dollars, right? Every time. But think about how that adds up. And for those of you who heard that statistic of that eighty six dollars. Remember that number because we're going to come back and talk about that $86. And we're going to say, hey, instead of if you spent $86 on the lottery, what if instead you put $86 into something that really will give you a return? We're going to talk about that here coming up. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But let's talk a little bit about the psychology behind actually playing the lottery. So number one are like the near misses, you know, where you almost won, right? It was so close this time. You almost had enough numbers Maybe not to give the big jackpot, but enough to get a sizable jackpot, right? And that near miss basically convinces you that next time is the time that you're going to hit it and you're going to win, right? Um, And then you got to talk about like availability heuristics. So heuristics is the mental shortcut that allows people to solve problems and make judgments quickly and efficiently. See, the winners are advertised everywhere, but the millions of losers are never mentioned. 
Imagine if they posted a photo of each person who didn't win. And in fact, there was a psychologist who actually did a study on this. His name was Daniel Gilbert, author of Stumbling on Happiness. He says this, if they actually aired the losers of every single lottery uh, drawing that they did, they said this, he says, if we gave lottery losers each 30 seconds on TV to announce, not I won, but instead I lost Check this out, guys. This is crazy. It would take almost nine years to get through the losers of one single drawing. (laughs) That's just mind-blowing to me. I don't know. I mean... I mean, just, I mean, I've, I've played it and it's funny. We sit down, we watch Jeopardy as a family a lot of times and they have like the pick three or pick four beforehand and the kids for fun, they always just guess the numbers. And it's just funny because every time we do it, like either no one gets a number, right? It's only pick three and you don't even get a number, right? Right. And then sometimes they'll get like two and it's kind of what you said. It's even that feeling of like, Oh, 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 did I get, Oh, I didn't get it. And that's, <laughs> and then, so the next night it's like, we look forward and they look forward to playing that game. Cause it's that feeling of, I almost picked the right, almost picked the right three. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. My insurance agent, actually, I, I sent him a referral and he sent me a thank you card. He sent, he gave me five, uh, I was like $5 total, but I think it was like a, a $1 and like two, $2 scratch off tickets. And it was exactly like that. I like figured out, okay, these are the areas I need to scratch off. So I slowly did it, right? I'm like, scratch it. So like, oh, I'm going to win, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. You almost make a game out of it. And that kind of brings us to number three is that a lot of people play just for the entertainment value. You know, that there, it, it is fun. It is a little bit exciting. Uh, it is a little bit living on the edge, especially if you're putting down, you know, quite a bit of money on some of the lottery tickets or, or some of the drawings. It's, it's a lot. So we're going to come back and talk a little bit about some other statistics as it re- relates to the lottery, not only uh, thinking about like things like retirement, but also for those people who actually win the lottery. There's some pretty frightening statistics of people who actually do win that aren't very pleasant. Stay tuned, guys. We're just going to take a quick break. Hey, if you love planners, this is for you. But you know why planners frustrate me, though? Because they only get it half right. Now, sure, they're really fancy at helping you manage your time, which is really important. But where they get it wrong is money. Most planners don't include any financial planning. Things like keeping track of paydays, bills and due dates, spending, yearly expenses, budgets, cash flow planning, debt elimination plans, goal planning. And that's a real pain. Then you've got to go and create your own. And who's got time for all of that? So instead, what happens? Nothing. We ignore our finances even more and things only get worse. Well, that all ends right now today. I am so excited to announce the release of our brand new, totally awesome debt freedom planner. Now, before you say, Brad, I've already got a planner. Well, this is not your ordinary day planner. This debt freedom planner is a companion tool that works with your day planner to help you save more money, pay off more debt and melt away financial stress. This is literally the tool that we've all been waiting for that works with your planner to help you take control of your money. So head on over to therealdebtfreedad.com. Click on the Debt Freedom Planner in the menu to get all the details to order your very own Debt Freedom Planner today. Hey guys, we are back talking about the lottery scratch off tickets and is it worth your time and money to invest in something like this so next toy we want to kind of talk about is you know a lot of people say you know the only way i'll ever have a financial future a secure financial future secure retirement is uh is by playing the lottery so let's look at some of the odds the odds of winning 
a recent Powerball drawing in Tennessee was one and two hundred and ninety-two point two million. Now, when you hear that number, you might be thinking, "Wow, that's that's some pretty crappy odds." But let's think about some other things that are much more likely to happen, and this will hopefully get you to kind of think like. Yeah, it's maybe not worth it to put my money into this, but you are more likely to be killed by a meteorite than hit by one, according to Discover Magazine. (laughs) That's crazy. More likely to get killed by one, not just hit by one, but actually killed by one. That is crazy. You have a better chance of being the president of the United States. One in 10 million, according to Bear. That's crazy. And and if you look at the candidates that we've had over the last years and years, <laughs> I think we need more people stepping up to try to be president. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. And then winning an Olympic gold medal, one in 662,000. You are much, I mean, think about that. You, I don't even know what that is. That's crazy though. You are, you're how many more times? hundred times, probably hundred times more likely to win a gold medal in the Olympics than winning the jackpot. What do you guys think about those numbers? That's pretty crazy. I mean, I guess I'm going to try out for the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. what would you play? They got to eat do? like, uh, they got like hamburger eating or something by now, don't they? <laughs> no, it, it is crazy. It is, it, you know, it's funny though, is when you say that, um, what I hear, cause I, you know, I know people who've played the lottery. I know people have played it a lot. Someone's got to win it. Yeah, yep, you know, that's, that's, that's what everybody says. You know, someone's mm-hmm. got to win it. Um, and I agree. Someone does eventually win it. Someone does win it. But kind of going back to what you said earlier, I mean, if you just took that list, I mean, if you, if someone won every week of every year or every single week for the whole year, and even by, you know, over 10 years, I mean, you're only looking at 500 people out of millions and millions and millions and millions of, yeah. t- you know, billions of people who've probably played it at that point. Right. Um, so yeah, someone's going to win it, but odds are it ain't going to be you. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) And then, you know, I mean, the other thing too, with just the lottery is, and, and I hear this one actually quite a bit more than say just the lottery. Um, but when I do one-on-one coaching with people, it's not on, it's not too uncommon for me to talk to people who do have a bit of a gambling problem. They're, they're somewhat addicted to it. Um, and it's not necessarily just playing lottery tickets or scratch offs. It usually kind of comes down to, uh, like the electronic gambling games like slot machines and, and things like that. Um, in fact, Netflix just came out with uh, a documentary. It's, um, I forget what it's mo- called, Money Explained, I think. And they have an episode there about gambling. And uh, it's eye-opening. It's about 22 minutes long. I highly suggest that you check it out along with some of the other ones because they did a pretty good job on it. Uh, yeah, like, I was watching that. Those were pretty cool. Yeah, talking about credit cards. and But gambling, The I did watch that one and... Uh, they they specifically honed in on the slot machines and how they're almost the whole system is just rigged to get you to keep playing and get you to t- keep feeding that machine. I tell you, when I go to a casino in person, it's hard to not put more in. Yeah, I'm like maybe this next spin. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna it's gonna be the jackpot. Yeah, and I've won some money on slot machines, but I've lost a lot more <laughs> than I've won. And I do it for entertainment, but what's dangerous are the online slot machines. Yep. I had to like remove them completely for, I was starting to play them. I'm like, Whoa, Amber, what are you doing? And I had to remove them from my computer, everything. Now are you, when you do the online ones, was it, it wasn't for real money though, was it? It was just, yeah. Oh, it was. 
Yeah. So in Canada, do you can you do it for real money up there? Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure, and I'm sure you can down in the states. I just don't know of any because I don't do it. But mm-hmm. there's even uh, these things called like, well, I think what you're talking about is like these uh, social casinos. That's you know, it's an app that you download. A lot of them don't really pay out any money. I'm sure there are some that probably aren't terribly legal that do. <laughs> but, well, ours was, ours was through our lottery gaming. Okay. Okay. So it was through this. Through, okay. So it was through the actual government. They were offering mm-hmm. it. Okay. And you set a limit on how much you want to spend or can spend that week and they stop you. But I was like, whoa, okay, this yeah. is getting ridiculous. Get out of the house and go gamble if you want to gamble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the like the social casinos, like here down in the States, like you, you can download those, but there's people who get addicted to those. Now there's in-app purchases that you can make, but you don't actually win any any money back on a lot of them. It's just for entertainment. So you, when you you know make these in-app purchases, you're you're purchasing either you know uh, upgrades in the game and things like that. But there's no real realized like jackpot that you can actually win on a lot of like the just the general ones that you download from the app stores. But people are getting addicted to those. In fact, I've even had some of my Roots members uh, talk to me, and mostly it's the spouse that says, Brad, I need help because my spouse or my significant other is addicted to some of these online games. It's not just the casino games, but it's like these online games, these video games where they have these, like, you know, these micro purchases, essentially, where it's like 50 cents or a buck or two bucks. And, um, you know, before they know it, they've spent several hundred dollars a month on just upgrading their their actual game so you know when we think about these entertainment things and and whether it's the lottery or even these games that we're playing i mean this is like oh it's just a dollar that's that's where that stuff really adds up it's like death by a thousand cuts but i think too it's it's important you know you talk about games and i have a bunch of teenagers who do nothing but do that a lot but it's important to understand you know jack you know the lottery you know, the casinos, games, all that. There are people behind the scenes that have paid millions upon millions upon millions of dollars in research to figure out how you tick yep. and what makes you put another dollar in the machine or what makes you buy the berries so you can get your wheat farmed faster or what makes you <laughs> want to pay. Like in some cases, I mean, some of, some of these games, I mean, these, I, I mean, you're paying $20 for a skin. So your character looks a little different. It doesn't do anything else except make you look a little different. Like they are literally spending a ton of time and money to figure out how to get you separated from your money. Yep, absolutely. And and it doesn't end just there. I mean, that's this is how sophisticated marketing has become. And and it's not just the online stuff, but it's it's stores and and just how they're offering their products and how they're getting you to buy. It's like Ryan said. I mean, they spend a ton of money where they know your behaviors better than you know your own behaviors. And and I think this is where most people need the most work is when it comes to their behaviors, their habits, and, and learning how to defend themselves against these marketing tactics because they're getting used every day and people don't even know that they're spending the money. They just, they're just buying in to whatever they're getting told or fed. Uh, and it's it's frightening. And then, you know, if we go back to the lottery and you actually do win, then you're dealing with this other scary statistic, and this one was uh, shocking to me. I thought it was going to be much lower than this, but according to the National Endowment for Financial Education, about 70% of people, 70, that's 7 out of 10, 70% of people who win a lottery or receive a large windfall of cash go bankrupt within just a few years. A few years. And, and it went on to say, it doesn't matter if it was a, jackpot 
or $500 million jackpot. They, they found no difference between the jackpot sizes and how fast people were going bankrupt and losing the money. That's just that's just alarming. So here we are spending all this money to try to win this jackpot, and seventy percent of the people who win, it's ruining their lives. Like it, if you think about that, like why would you even invite that into your life? Like that's just that's just fascinating to me. So what are some other things that we could do with this money then instead? Well, if you invest that eighty six dollars, remember the average American right now is spending eighty six dollars a month on lottery tickets. And if, let's say you invested that, let's say you put an extra $86 into your retirement, all right? And with a monthly investment of $86 and an annual interest rate of 10%, you will be worth $1.1 million after 47 years if that money's compounded monthly, all right? Now, some people might say, well, oh, and the biggest argument is, well, I'm never gonna get 10%, so I'm just not gonna do that. Okay, well, even if you didn't get 10%, let's say you got 7% and you did the same amount, by the time 47 years rolls by, you still have $377,000 in a retirement account. Now, I personally think that it's probably going to do much better than 7%, but everyone to each his own, and you can have your opinion. But at the end of the day, the point is here is that if you invest this money, you're actually going to have some money in the future, <laughs> whereas opposed to if you invest in lottery tickets, you're wasting and flushing. Think about that. At the minimum, think about that the next time you buy a lottery ticket. Amber, think about this. The next time you buy a lottery ticket, <laughs> you are flushing an opportunity to have $377,000 in your bank account at one point, right? That's the way well, you got I'm, I'm investing way more than I'm spending on lottery now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, but those are some of the things that you have to kind of think about sometimes. And, and when you learn about compound interest, when you learn about investing, it's, it's a much different thought process of saying it's only a few dollars because that only a few dollars today ends up being... 30, 40, 50, 60, 75 dollars 20 or 30 years from now if you invest it and use the power of compound interest. And that's how you can start changing your thinking when it comes to some of this stuff. But again, this kind of goes back to a lot of things that we talk about on this show, having a wire purpose, having good, sound, short-term and long-term financial goals. And I got to imagine a lot of people who are depending on the lottery probably aren't spending enough time on doing those things. But if you do, you're going to see that every dollar that you bring in is going to have much more value to it because it's going to help you reach a lot of those goals that you want to reach. So I firmly believe, and I know Amber Ryan do too as well, but the best way to have financial security in your life is to take control of your income. It's to do a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the show. It's to budget. It's to learn about your habits and your behaviors that get you into trouble. It's to save for that emergency fund and not accumulate more debt, but come up with a good plan to start paying more of it off. And again, at the end of the day, if you play the lottery, like the point of this show wasn't like to, to beat you up for it, Amber, you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but the point of, of today's show was just to hopefully, you know, shed some light on this because again, it's easy to kind of let yourself get stuck in some habits that are just creating a lot of holes in a leaky bucket for you. And, and the lottery could be one of those. So today's show, hopefully it plugs some of those holes up for you, keeping more of your money to be able to do a lot of the stuff that we talk about here on the podcast. Hey, hey, what's inside? I thought this was a party. Let's dance! All right, that's all. Means it's time for the celebrations of the show, and today we are cooking it, kicking it off with Couture. Right? No eating out all 
week. That is amazing. Huge congratulations to you. That's awesome. And Katie Hatfield, I meal planned and grocery shopping was a breeze. I'm starting an online cooking class business to feature easy meals in 20 minutes or less. That's awesome. I'm friends with Katie and Katie was actually on our podcast a couple weeks ago and sharing how she's uh, now paid off over $60,000 in two and a half years. Um, that's awesome. I, I've been seeing her cooking more online and, and doing that. That's awesome. That's a cool side hustle. I like that. Brandon Belger uh, paid a bunch of bills today. One was unplanned. The best part is I don't have to worry where the money is coming from as we had money saved. That's awesome. I loved, I loved that feeling when we started making some wins and something unexpected happened. It's like, oh, it's no big deal. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it too. Uh, we just bought our house. We're, uh, actually, the next episode, guys, that we have is all about how we did this with no credit score. And I got to tell you, is amazing not to buy a house when you're broke <laughs> because there's been about $1,600 worth of things that came up within the first few weeks of buying this house. Right. Um, and it was just nice not to have to worry about that and have, you know, a uh, uh, emergency fund, have money set aside for those types of things. Um, makes such a huge difference. It is life changing. So great job, Brandon. Uh, Missy Vigley. I signed up for roots and started putting my budget together. Plus I grocery shopped with my budget in mind. Awesome. Great job. Jessica Novak, meal planned the next two weeks using things we have. Love that. That's great. Uh, Levi Love, we just bought our second investment property. This one is by the beach in Puerto Rico. Hashtag Roots Works. That is, Sign me up. Uh, yeah, right? I want to go. <laughs> Levi, Kira, I know you're out there and you're listening to this. I want an invite to Puerto Rico. <laughs> They're another great success story. Back in uh, August of 2020, we had them on the podcast. If you want to listen to that, they saved and paid off over $425,000 to become completely debt-free. And here they are buying investment properties now. It's changed their lives. Uh, just so, so good. So huge congratulations to all of you guys who are working so hard at reaching whatever version of financial freedom you are working towards. And thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your feedback and it also helps us grow our podcast. So please leave us an honest review. We read every single one of those. And as you know, the Debt Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. So if you know someone who could benefit from our show, please give us a share. We appreciate you. And we'll see you guys all on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.